Hello everyone, my name is Rafal and I would like to welcome you to my Headshot Photography podcast. This podcast will be the last one of this year. Uh, we have few days left and I've decided to summarize this year because this year was quite interesting, especially for Headshot Photography. Um, there's a lot of disruptions which we never seen before and I, I would like to go through some of them because I think they're worth to mention, and um, I think a lot of photographers out there, they just scratching their head like, what the hell is going on? Um, and I'm one of them, to be honest with you. I think this year brought a lot of, lot of interesting things. Um, there's some kind of new era coming in, in my opinion. Um, I think we have to adopt to so many different things. And from one hand, you know, it's kind of interesting and it's kind of exciting. From the other hand, it's also kind of scary because we have to look at this whole thing from completely different perspective. And I would like to talk about it today. Um, I had prepared some kind of list. I was thinking about it quite a bit and I just want to share some of those stuff uh, with you guys. Um, hopefully, you know, this give you like a little bit of new perspective on some of those things. Um, and I know everyone is kind of hopeful and wishful for the next year. Uh, but I also think that the next year is going to be extremely interesting. We're starting off uh, this year with a lot of, as I said, uh, disruptions uh, in, in in general in photography field. But I want to focus a little bit more about what happened in hatchet photography, uh, but also kind of share with you some of my experiences um, just to kind of tell you a little bit about, um, you know, how I took this year and, you know, how this whole thing kind of, you know, changed for me. And I'm sure you're going to be able to relate to some of those things. So let's kind of go through some of those interesting things um, and let's discuss this step by step. So the first thing what I want to point it out is the fact that the 2023 was the year where we actually came out of this out of pandemic, right? And um, for me, this entire couple of years was just insanity. Um, I had no idea what's really going on, um, how this whole thing's going to unfold. Um, there's a lot of things happening which I couldn't understand, and I'm sure a lot of you guys went through the same thing uh, where it was extremely difficult. Um, there's a lot of businesses and a lot of photographers and then a lot of kind of companies which went out of the business and um, I had no idea which direction this whole thing is going to go. And this year was the first year where we kind of could start breathing again and we could start doing business again. And to be honest with you, in my opinion, um, I had kind of different expectations. I think this whole thing is going to be much worse. But I think, you know, after pandemic, the economy bounced back fairly quick. And I'm sure different countries, different cities, different places um, feel kind of differently. But here where I live in Calgary in Canada, I think that this whole thing came back to normal fairly quick. Um, even though, you know, Canada was extremely strict and then, you know, there's a lot of restrictions and there's a lot of things going on. Uh, but... As soon as they sh basically end the pandemic and then, you know, they kind of lifted all those restrictions, everyone came back to um, some kind of conscious that they want to, you know, start working again. They want to keep moving forward. They want to, you know, do business. They they want to expand their 
their their whatever the people were doing. So I could really feel that um, you know this whole thing started working really quickly and on a very very fast pace, and that created a lot of lot of opportunities because um, after you know. After pandemic, I think a lot of businesses decided that they want to go online. They want to have good presence. Uh, they they start looking at things which they never pay attention or they didn't pay as much attention, especially to headshots. I found that a lot of companies they started really uh, paying attention and focusing on this kind of personal presence, where you know headshots become very very. Um, important and um, I started getting a lot of business which was fantastic right um, and I hope everyone kind of feel the same way I know that um, after this two years of, of madness um, there is something positive which came out of this and especially for headshot photographers I think there's a lot of lot of opportunities out there and I could really sense that for an entire year which is fantastic I'm really happy about it and I hope this whole thing's gonna grow, and I hope this whole thing's gonna just get better, and there will be way more work for us because it seems like um, headshots are really popular nowadays. Um, especially, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs; they're looking for new ones, and they need they need new headshots. Uh, a lot of companies, as I said, they're updating their websites. Um, you know, there's endless amount of opportunities for us. And it seems like, you know, the pandemic kind of helped us a little bit to put those headshots on the completely uh, different level. And it's it's great. Like, I'm, I'm really happy about it. And I hope this is going to continue in the following year. The next big change for me was going from speed lights to... LED constant lighting. Um, like I don't want to brag a lot, a lot about it. I know there's a lot of photographers who use LED lighting for quite some time, but for me this year, you know, was something that I just completely um, ditched speed lights. And even though I still have them, and if I need to, I will use them. But I really fall in love with LED lights. And for me, it was some kind of process which at the beginning was extremely difficult because, as I said. On many occasions, I was kind of skeptic about it. Um, I wasn't kind of believing this is going to work. But as soon as I started working with LED lighting, um, I deeply believe that this is the future for headshots. Believe it or not, um, I changed my mind a little bit uh, when it comes to LED lighting. And one of the most, and I don't want to go into details about entire lighting setup because it's pretty much the same. I think what was the biggest change for me was the client experience because as i said clients they have to leave your studio um, with some kind of positive experience which gonna kind of help me to kind of you know so they're going to promote me um, and they're going to just basically share to other people about my business and that was something which you know it's extremely important and, um, you know, speed lights, um, even though they were producing amazing work, but I kind of learned that speed lights were making my clients extremely tired. Those flashes keeps going off uh, throughout the sessions, um, kind of like make my clients feel uncomfortable a little bit. And I've noticed that LED lights giving completely different um, experience. 
And I was shocked when I discovered this. And I know a lot of people were, were telling me about it before. Um, I know I'm, I was maybe a little bit arrogant and ignorant and I didn't listen to that. I had to experience this myself. But as soon as I tried it, I found this is completely different story. I really noticed right away completely different feel to the sessions. My clients felt different, felt differently, and um, they're much easier to use. Um, there was few things which I don't like about them, which is the weight. You know, they're pretty much heavy, and if you're traveling with your lighting um, around the place where you live and you have to go to destinations to shoot your headshots, it might be a little bit of a challenge, um, but... You know, in my case, I kind of spent some money on some good carry-on luggage, which, you know, they can carry those lights uh, fairly safely. And um, it's easy to kind of carry them around. So that's kind of the problem which I solved. Um, but I really fall in love with this lighting and I'm going to stick to it for now. Um, I'm going to create another YouTube video probably in the next couple of days when I'm going to go a little bit deeper about that. But that was huge change for me this year. Um, I didn't expect this to happen, happened kind of accidentally. Um, and I started working closely with a company called Nanlite and they helped me to kind of, kind of, you know, they provide me the products, they provide me the lights and they just told me, hey, test them, see how you feel and give us some feedback. And um, yeah, I discover, as I said, a lot of new things, which for me was a huge, huge change. And I would like to highly recommend it to, to every photographer out there who's shooting headshots. If you have opportunity to work with LED lights, constant lighting, go for it, try it, see how it feels. And I can guarantee you're going to be super happy with the results. Also, the price wise, you know, it seems like the, the speed lights get fairly expensive nowadays. I think a lot of those companies figured out that a lot of photographers using them. So they just bumped up the prices. So for equal amount of money, you can get the LED lighting. So highly recommended, huge change for me. And as I said, I didn't expect this is going to happen, but I was a massive, massive shift for me when it comes to my headshot photography. And it seems like everything's going that direction. Um, if you look at all sorts of different photographers, the LED is way to go. Um, and it's it's a massive shift. So um, I support that. And I think it's, it's going to kind of go even better to completely different levels. Okay, so now we're going to go to some other stuff, which in my opinion, you know, they're worth the discussion. I know there's some two sides of the story. Um, there's huge debate online. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about AI on kind of different angles, because it seems like the AI uh, dropped the bomb this year, uh, create massive disruption in our industry. Uh, a lot of photographers out there um, are kind of confused. Some of them, they're like angry about it stuff. Uh, some of them, they super excited, like like I am. I think I'm one of those guys who are super excited about AI and what can create, how it can help us and all this stuff. Um, I, st I still think, you know, we are in the early stages of this stuff, but the stuff what we see already, it's, it's, it's fascinating. And we can definitely use that tools to help us to grow our business, growing, grow our um, knowledge about photography. There's a lot of elements which, in my opinion, can definitely change the course of this 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 entire industry. And I think we're witnessing this 
um, this year on, on the massive scale. Um, I'm sure everyone who's out there and is, is, is in this industry um, somehow was touched by uh, kind of impact of AI. And I want to talk a little bit about it. So let's start with, I want to talk about few softwares uh, which, which create the, the most impact on me and on my business. And I want to kind of talk a little bit about each of them, and then we're going to kind of go to some other stuff as well. So let's start with the chat GPT. I'm sure everyone is aware of this. Um, I don't know if you guys are using that or not, but I really dive deep into this and trying to learn this stuff. It seems like can create and help us with the business, with writing in emails, writing the blog post, um, creating campaigns and all this stuff. Uh, it, it, it's really fascinating. And I think... It, being scared of this because like I don't want to kind of you know dwell on you know what it can do because everyone out there probably knows if you didn't try that go for it uh, explore it there's tons of videos there's tons of stuff you can do I, I highly recommend it to even just try it yourself and then you will see um, how amazing that software is and then what what how can help you because that's the way I look at it like I, I know there's huge debate that you know we shouldn't use that because it's it's bad and it's all this stuff. Um, I, I think technology, in my opinion, uh, you can look at it as something kind of which is neutral, something which can create good stuff and bad stuff, and depends how you approach it, how you use it, um, how you kind of taking advantage of it. It can be helpful or can be distractful, right? So so depends what's your approach is. But you know, I'm trying always look at those things from. The kind of positive wave. Um, I'm, I'm depends on the things. You know, sometimes I'm skeptic on things. Sometimes I'm kind of like more optimistic. But in this case, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm trying to touch this and play with it and see what it can do and how it can help me. And I think all photographers should do that because, as you probably noticed, this year was was kind of interesting because things are moving like so fast that we are not even able to follow some of those stuff because they're changing on a daily basis. And, and we need to somehow catch up with some of those stuff because if we want, then, you know, there will be somebody else who will, you know, try to figure something out and it's going to be ahead. Especially this software is so powerful and can do so many things. And they can like literally really do, can literally take your business and, and a lot of things to completely different level. Um, you just have to try it and, and, and see what you can do to kind of, you know, implement this in, in your work and then help you. So I started with ChatGPT. Um, I'm sure everyone is aware what is what is that and how this whole thing works. So that was huge disruptions. I remember when I started playing with this, I was kind of like, shocked but now i'm trying to learn as much as i can on this i'm trying to take advantage of it um, you probably notice I'm, I'm creating some you know blog posts i am creating some campaigns um helping me with responding with different things you know like the one story which actually hit me really hard how ai can help you i had this situation this year where i have this client who kind of pay me deposit uh, for big project and then they kind of like, I don't know, step out and they, 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 it was so hard to get money out of these guys for months. And I was kind of frustrated with this whole situation. And I was really trying to be calm and somehow 
you know, kind of find a solution for the situation where, you know, I can solve this, they can pay me the money, which I kind of knew they're going to do it, but like I didn't know how to approach it the way that, you know, I can kind of very, very gradually kind of start pushing them to the corner where, you know, they're going to, they're not going to have other options, just pay me. And believe it, believe it or not, I use AI chat GPT, and I know like it's maybe I'm revealing some secrets here to kind of create some kind of maybe not campaign, but some kind of process how I can kind of talk to these guys. And everyone who is listening to this, to this podcast, you guys probably know that um, English is not my first language. So I struggle with that um, most of the time. Um, you know, as, as you guys probably know, I'm not fluent. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we need some kind of help to create something which is going to, you know, sound specific way. And then, you know, we, we can still be nice and, you know, just kind of tell them the, 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 the polite way, you know, we want to kind of, I don't know, get the money for our project. And believe it or not, AI really helped me with that. You know, they created some kind of process, how I can talk to them, how to script the emails, how to slowly kind of push them to the point where, you know, they pay me and it worked. And what was fascinating, um, you know, the AI kind of helped me to remove emotion out of this entire process because I know, and you guys probably also have the same feeling sometimes that you're frustrated, you, you're, you're getting to this crazy emotions. Uh, you want to just tell them the people the way it is, but that's not the way we do business nowadays and um, they can at some point use this against you right so you have to be very very careful what you're saying how you're saying how you basically deliver the message um, and ai can help you with this you know i think this is amazing amazing tool which can really help us with those very very difficult situations where we can actually can use that to help us to kind of you know get us where we want but in some kind of professional way. So that's something which I highly recommend it to try it. You can test it and I can guarantee you're going to be amazed by the results. The next one, what I want to talk about it is, of course, retouching. So retouching change over the last year. Uh, you guys probably noticed there are AI um, plugins to Photoshop, which can help you with your retouching process. So let me start with saying that those plugins and, and, and those, you know, kind of like things which we're using to help us with the retouching process, they're far from perfect. Um, I still deeply believe that you should learn how to retouch your images um, the old way, uh, the, the old school, as some people say, because this is going to help you to understand what this AI can do and how far you can push your images, but there are some elements which you still have to be able to get in and, and fix some of those stuff. Because retouching with AI, as I said, is far from perfect. Um, it's great for speed up your process, but it's not doing the work the perfect way. Um, it's still a long way to go, I deeply believe. It seems like it's 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 going fast. So I think in the next few years, we're going to see massive, massive um, progress. But at this point, um, 
as I said, it's speeding up the process, but it's still really far uh, from creating um, and retouching your images the way that you know you can be satisfied. Um, I'm gonna do probably another video and I'm gonna show you you know how far you can push it, but still how additional work you have to do to take those two images to the next um, level. So again, you know another element when it comes to AI, which is gonna be some kind of implemented into what do we do it's going to definitely help us with speeding up the process so we can work on more projects and then you know there because as you probably know retouching was always one of the most time consuming element of hatchet photography and i remember i spent hours and hours and hours retouching my images and, and even though i would like retouching so it wasn't big of a deal for me but it's still, you know, I could dedicate that time to something else. In this software, you know, if this AI um, component, you can really, you know, speed up the process, get be more efficient, and focus on other parts of of your business. So it's it's again. Um, when I started, again, I was skeptic. Um, I was kind of, you know, trying to see what it can do. Um, as I said, it it it, it wasn't giving me um, was giving it was basically was good enough, but it wasn't perfect. Um, but still, what helped me there's there's two things. One, because I knew the entire process from from the from the scratch. I know, you know, what this AI could do, what what it couldn't do. And, um, you know, how I can actually do the rest without kind of like, okay, what's what's now, right? Because I know a lot of guys who don't know how to retouch, they're they going to be fully depend on what this retouching software is going to do for them, but they're not going to be able to, to push it more, right? Um, so, unfortunately, you need to understand the process in order to, um, you know, get this AI involved because then you're going to have a full control and even if ai messed up something you know how to fix it or you know what else you can do to take those images to the level you like so that's another element which was massive this year um, and i know there's a lot of discussion about it um, you know people just this kind of like i don't know it's it's kind of fascinating for me because there's just the kind of this this massive debate on this and then a lot of people kind of like uh, I don't know, extremely skeptic. There's some people, as I said, who are excited. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think we are in the early stages. So, you know, the next few years going to show us, you know, which direction this whole thing is going to go. I deeply believe this whole thing is not going, is not going away. It's going to stay with us. And then we have to adopt it, learn it, and, and hopefully um, use it properly. But uh, fighting with this, I don't think it's it's worth it. And I don't think this is something we should do. I, I think we should be more optimistic, in my opinion, and, and test it and see what can do for us. And the next one, which I want to talk about it is, 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 you know, the big bomb which was dropped by Photoshop, which was this generative, generative fill, um, which, again, um, in my opinion, it's, it's a huge step towards you know kind of opening new possibilities for us hatchet photographers starting with you know changing the backgrounds um changing the clothing we can do tons of tons of stuff with 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 this uh plugin 
it's fascinating in my opinion. Um, I, I know it's still far from perfect. Um, you know, you have to really play with it for a long time to see where you can take this. But again, it's another tool which gonna be which gonna help us to you know create our own style. It's gonna help us to see photography from completely different perspective. Um, I know a lot of photographers. Um, whenever I'm creating any like you know, for example, interesting you know and and creative background using um, this 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 Genreville fill. Um, going crazy, um, you know, and then there's some positive feedback, there's some negative feedback. But the way I look at it, and I'm going to be honest with you, um, I think from one hand, you know, people say, oh, you didn't create this, it's, it's artificial, it's the computer who's generating this. I agree with this. But at the same time, um, you know, this tool can help us to look at this whole thing from different perspective. We can get some ideas and we can try to implement them and can inspire us, can, can, can help us to train our eyes to see things differently, to maybe you can create some interesting AI background and try to replicate it in reality. Who knows? You know, um, I think whatever can help us to expand our creativity, it's great. Um, and we should look at this with kind of like how we can use it and how we can take advantage of it and you know what we are capable of of, of do with this thing um and i i'm really optimistic I'm, I'm trying to play with it as much as i can um, i'm getting some amazing results sometimes i'm getting extremely shitty results and you can see that this 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 tool it's not perfect, you know, it's still in the early stages, um, you know, makes a lot of mistakes, uh, does a lot of, lot of things. But again, just because it does, doesn't mean you're not able to fix those things. And you're not, because if you're like, you have basic skills in Photoshop, um, even if, if you create something artificially and uh, Photoshop messed up some stuff, you're still able to um, fix some of those things and, and make it look real or make it look interesting. Um, so the more you play with it, you can see more opportunities and you can see more things you can do with this. Um, again, it's another learning curve for a lot of us. And I deeply believe this is going to just only get better and it's only going to get, get bigger. And eventually a lot of us is going to be constantly using it because it's going to be something that it's going to, you know, take our images to completely different level. And I deeply believe that. Um, I know there is some, there's some opposition, which they say that, you know, that should completely be taken out of the equation. But I deeply think that I don't agree with this. Um, and then, you know, if you have arguments, which say against that, um, you know, we can have a discussion. But the sad thing is this whole thing, as I said, it's, it's going to be here. It's already here, um, and now they work really hard to make it better. And, you know, it was the same, like, I remember back in the days where, you know, the digital um, cameras were introduced to the to the industry, and people were freaking out. And I remember this one conversation years, years ago, uh, when the guy was saying, you know, film's never going to go away. You know, this digital is, is, is crap, and it's bad, and it's, um, you know, this is just a temporarily... And look, you know, two decades later, um, you know, 
the digital photography is still around and now it's going to a completely different level. And now we can do even more insane things, which even if you think about 10 years ago, the stuff what we are able to do today, you would you would say this is just insanity. There's no way this is gonna ever ever gonna happen. But look, um, I can't even imagine what's gonna happen in the next five years or the next decade. Um, the photography is gonna be on a completely different level. I know there's a lot of discussions about how you know how we can even adopt all some of those things. Because as I said, we we don't even have a time to think about it. If you like really like look at this year, how many changes came in, how many disruptions, how many big things just were dropped. Um, and, and it seems like, you know, um, that even nobody even cares about equipment anymore. You know, this is the, the, the interesting part. Like I, I've noticed back in the days, everyone was focusing on the gear, on the new lenses, new cameras. Now, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I don't know, I don't, maybe I don't pay attention to those things, but who kind of like have these big discussions about the new cameras, which, which coming out or what kind of rings and bells they have, you know, like I, I, I think the conversation about those things kind of dropped and um, we're looking at photography right now. From completely different perspective and and then because all those ai elements and then all this stuff which we can do digitally and all this new software and all this like new things which are coming and then we have to adopt to them learn them basically creates completely different um approach so it's so kind of summarizing this whole thing it was extremely interesting year um i I'm really hopeful that the next year is going to be even more interesting. And that's what it looks like, um, in my opinion. Um, so I, I I think that this year, this year was extremely fascinating. Um, and I, I want to say that I don't even remember, you know, in the last 10 years, um, those times where, you know, one year could make so could bring so many changes. Um, that's that's what it was interesting. And lastly, um, you know, we can talk a little bit about equipment. Um, as you probably know, I'm not big fan of any reviews, so I don't really know what's happening in that department. To be honest, I know there's a lot of new equipment which came out, but I didn't pay attention much to it. Um, maybe I don't know. I look into this, and we're gonna do another podcast on that. But um, yeah, at this point, I'm still using my old cameras. Um, I, I focus more on, you know, what I can do with those images on the kind of digital level but i think we reached the level with with our equipment to the point that you know the quality of images is what it is um and then you know like now we can take those images kind of to completely different level by you know other other elements which i discussed a few minutes ago Okay, so um, I think I'm going to wrap this up. Um, I hope that it was interesting. I, I, I hope that this gave you some new perspective on some of those things. Um, everyone kind of like to look at the year, what happened and how that year impact your business, your, your photography impacted your work, um, your images. So I'm, I'm sure everyone has something to share. Um, in my opinion, it was interesting year um, and um, I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening to my podcast 
Um, I got some stats from this year, um, and it was kind of fascinating that, you know, this whole thing is growing. Um, people are kind of involved in this whole thing, so I'm kind of excited to continue this. And I just want to say everyone who's listening to this podcast to take their time to listen to, you know, what I have to say. Um, you don't have to agree with me uh, with some of those things. Um, I understand and I respect that. Um, and um, I will continue to have those kind of chats, discussions, and hopefully that's going to help you with your headshot photography. So summarizing this year, I would like to wish everyone fantastic uh, end of the year, and I would like to also wish you fantastic the next year. Um, as I said, there's a lot of interesting things coming, so that's going to be interesting year. And I just want to say again, thank you for being part of uh, my journey, and I hope um, I'm giving you something valuable, which helps you with with your with your photography, and and then somehow I can I don't know provide you some some information so it's going to take your headshot photography to. Uh, different level and it's going to help you okay so thank you again um thank you for listening i truly appreciate it stay tuned and i'll chat with you guys very soon bye bye